0: Oh man, it's good to have you here. Yeah. It's a Thursday in Kokomo and it's beautiful outside. It is beautiful, man. It's all sunny and
1: I have a hoodie on. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, I had a hoodie on. About about an hour ago, I was like, "Oh, that's a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) It is hoodie season in Indiana. Uh, And hoodies are popular. Yeah, pants. I thought about pants and a shirt, but it was like, hmm, hoodie day. Yeah. Be comfortable. Yeah, I finally found a hoodie I like. I'm not a hoodie guy,
0: but. You zip up? No. I liked those. And I was never a big fan of the pullovers, but I found one I liked.
1: You gotta find the soft ones. Real soft.
0: It is soft. I think it's like bamboo thread or something. Mm. And it's got like a
1: big wide opening. <laughs> when you think about bamboo. When did it become soft? You yeah, know what I mean? Like, right. it's super hard and dense. And then yeah. we have bamboo threads now. It's like... Yeah, the first time I heard it, I was like, well, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ever seen a whole forest yeah. of them, and you're like, I'm not running through that. <laughs> right. No. It's like corn stalks. Like You're not making <laughs> corn stalk beds.
0: Yeah, I was just in Columbia, and they're building. They have a particular species of bamboo, and they build out of it. Apparently, it's... Like, the most incredible shit. So they try to prove it to everybody and have you, like, climb up these huge high things they made out of it and they sway. Oh. They'd convince you that it's stronger than steel because it gives way. Like, man, it just feels like it's going to blow over. Well, it's
1: like the trees that you see that are super tall and you can lay there and look at them and the top of them are just...
0: Yeah, it's probably true, but it doesn't change the fact that it felt like I was going to blow away. <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to yeah. blow over. Uh, and I'm done. It's like, oh, I'll take the steel. <laughs> it feels right. <laughs>
1: I'll just, uh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Right on. I
0: just saw you at All
1: In Festival. Yeah. How'd How you, was did that? Did you like it? That oh, was a great time. Good.
0: First time I ever took an
1: RV to a festival. Well, and at I, least it wasn't Burning Man. <laughs> yeah! Holy shit! That would have been a disaster. That was nuts.
0: I remember looking at the weather, and they were like, "Oh, a hurricane's gonna go here," and I was like, "There's deserts there." I was like, "Man, that sucks. Deserts shouldn't have hurricanes." But then I was like, "No big deal." Like people It'll dry up. People aren't on deserts, so yep. like it won't hurt that many people. I forgot seventy thousand people <laughs> would be at seventy thousand,
1: and that I guess that mud. It's not. It's like weird mud like it's not just normal mud like we get here it's like sand and weird sticky gooey weird. stuff yeah looks like otherworldly i've never been in a giant sand mud puddle i've never been in a big desert like that really no i, I ha- don't i don't know if i would really enjoy just being in big vast openness i feel like you're in the middle of a cornfield i guess yeah nothing around you yeah, it's kind of scary. <clears throat> I mean, in a, in a festival setting, that'd be good. But yeah, all in was fun. Uh, very well put together. I thought they had a great lineup for being Indiana people or an Indiana festival, I should say. Um, yeah, no complaints on my end. You know, I had I had two days of driving back, so we drove down every night and drove back. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So we always had a DD, so huh. that slept in my own bed. Both nights nice. <laughs> it was super nice, uh no, uh, just from my standpoint, I always look at everything the production, the bands, the hospitality the <clears throat> the way they have everything set up, everything yeah, like that you do all that stuff too, yeah, and so I always take the good and the bad and kind of just apply it to what we do or what I do, and yeah, uh, yeah I thought it was very well written wasn't wasn't really a hassle getting in or out it wasn't um wasn't packed everywhere we went it was very comfortable it was. Um, lines for food and beer were not very long um bands sounded great they had great production it did um, sound good and they had you know they had people that like cared about what they were doing like all their vendors were there to have a good time and also sell their things they weren't just there to Petal, you know whatever junk they were trying to sell. So
0: yeah, I noticed that. I tried to. I got some food I'd never heard of, and I can't remember the name. Was it a
1: chaza Maybe was it chimichanga pizza?
0: No, (laughs) I don't really know. Was Was it a roti roll? Spicy
1: a roti roll.
0: But I know when I ordered it, I asked for egg. And they all started screaming egg and dancing around. And they had like this whole ritual and shit. They were having a great time making food. Yeah. It was cool to see.
1: Well, the, I think the vendors that they had were the same vendors they've had at a, uh, Railbird. Because that roadie roll, that Chaza, and some of those other guys were all at that festival too. I see. So um, see. <clears throat> they have a, a cha-za, so it's a chimichanga pizza. Oh, deep fried pizza. I did see them yeah, doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a roll. It had food in it, you know. It had like a Philly cheesesteak or a pizza, and it. it was called Mario, Luigi, Princess Toad, and a couple other ones. <laughs> yeah. And if you ordered them, they would yell back their order. They'd be like, Mario, uh, Luigi, got the brothers. <laughs> I was like, man, these people are really enjoying themselves. So, seeing that kind of thing helps the whole environment of a festival. You know, you can't just have people back there that are just hating life and there to make a couple dollars. You know. Yeah, that's true. So. I mean, I, I hope they do it again next year. Um, this Me is the second year, I think. And I think this year um, they they went more jam band rather than I think the first year they did classic rock, maybe. Something like that. So
0: Jam band except Tenacious D. <clears throat> oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, you could also see. Somehow uh, it didn't fit in,
1: but it really made sense. Yeah, everybody's so stoned and watching yeah. Tenacious D. They're like, <laughs> oh, I'm spicy beach balls. Uh, no, but I think that. That from Saturday night to Sunday night, you could see the crowd different, differ a little mm, bit. Yeah. Um, especially f- Saturday night was a little bit older, more bearded crowd, a it little was. bit more yeah, that's right, metal rock and roll crowd, I guess. And then Saturday or Sunday night was more like a jam band scene. You would see more tie dyes and hippies smelling and.
0: Yeah, I got way more hugs Sunday. Yeah, for sure. So they were just getting handed out. Yeah, yeah, hugs <laughs> and bugs. <dogs. laughs> <Yeah>, right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Good time. How was it seeing so many bands that you kinda been booking and bringing up on on the bill for this and bills for, like all kinds of festivals have been having bands on it that you've been booking for yeah. years
1: um it's wild, really' because you get to see them in a place like the Coterie and then you go to a big festival and they're opening for some of your favorite bands that you've ever that you've ever seen <clears throat> yeah, and it's um. It's kind of surprising, to say the least, um, especially when you put in the work like pushing daisies. Um, those guys are just monsters, man, they're so yeah. good at what they do. they have a great crowd, they're young, they're motivated, and then they're the first band that plays, and you're looking and you're just like man this is this is awesome this is next year, I hope they're you know middle of the day, and then next year after that, I hope they're way higher than that, yeah. um, but just like the main squeeze. From bloomington they played and the main squeeze is one of those bands coming up in bloomington that we had seen down at the vogue down at the bluebird open up for these big acts and um saw them at hyperion festival mm-hmm. them running lights for them at all in and they just crushed they crushed the big stage yeah and just giving those bands that opportunity to like thrive and you know and what we do in kokomo is just we help support those people every step of the way, whether they're big, small, um, and in hopes of one day, you know, Pushing Daisies may be a household name, um, rocking throughout the world, and they come back to Kokomo and play at the Coterie because we've always supported them.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. There's so many good bands that play at the Coterie. Mm-hmm. And then you see them up there and you're like, man, this band is going to play on a big stage. Yeah, and, and, there's... and this is a stepping stone. It's a good one. And then you do see them on a big stage, and you're like, yes. Yeah, that's what,
1: that's, it's amazing. It's, it was really cool, because Max and all those guys from Pushing Daisies were super thankful that we were there early to see them, you know, we're not just skipping over the little guys, because that's, I think that's what someone, everybody forgets about festivals, they go for the big names, but it's some of the smaller bands that you go see that, like, you become friends with, and then you become addicted to, and then Mm. you start being a fanboy for them, so it's really neat. Yeah, that's really cool. But yeah, I think the overall all in phenomenal, um, phenomenal job for those guys. And I got to run into quite a few people from the indie scene that I don't see a lot. That oh yeah, do the booking and bands and stuff like that, and nice to shake hands and smile instead of emails and you know, hey, I'm sending you a band, blah blah blah. And uh, mm-hmm. good to see all those guys out having having a good time too. So,
0: man, isn't it just good in general to like be able to see people in person again?
1: It's <laughs> oh, not just for work though. Hope, so. like... hope it stays that way
0: <laughs> oh yeah we got we have Dude, new new so... scares happening oh yeah
1: that was all new scares yeah i think we're all numb <laughs> to being scared now yeah we're all good it's a big horror film at this point yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're in the lull where's the next scary <laughs> boy moment gonna fucking oh the out? bad
0: guy's coming again well um, i'm not running this time
1: <laughs> i'm gonna sit here with my wooden spoon <laughs> yeah.
0: A mask is too far away. <laughs> I give up. I'm done. Yeah, then no. Uh
1: yeah, the rest of that, man, the the rest of all in that whole weekend, man, I couldn't ask for better weather. The people were not I didn't see one issue with people the whole time. Me neither. Not a, not not one. And especially the amount of alcohol and other substances people were using all weekend. I didn't see one issue at all and that's amazing um, the security was very very chill They didn't, you know, yeah. as long as you're hurting everybody everybody didn't care you could go up on the grandstand and do whatever and come back down watch your band walk over to the you know main place main pavilion and watch their stuff too <clears throat> yeah man they were cool I didn't see any cops or any need for hmm.
0: you know one thing I didn't see that you always see even when people are cool is like a medevac I didn't even see an ambulance or a Any sort of medical
1: emergency. I'm not saying it didn't happen,
0: but I didn't see one. Not one person took too many drugs or overheated. (laughs) Uh,
1: The stage right on second stage was first aid tent. Um, But other than that, no, not that I can think of. That's a good day. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know how many people were there. If I had to guess, I'd probably say, "Mm, I mean, Pepsi Coliseum was pretty full Saturday night. It didn't top. seem
0: like there was many people there because everything went so smooth. But then, like the headliners would have so many.
1: Yeah, people. and I think the upper deck of when Tenacious D went on was the only thing that wasn't full. But the and, whole stadium was. Yeah, and that's full. six thousand, seven thousand, maybe. Well, so, you know, I think with a with a hockey show, you're looking at sixty five hundred people in that in that okay. arena. So, hmm. if you have people on the floor. You, know, you know, the floor wasn't packed. I mean, it was very comfortable to stand there. And, you know, there was always a seat available if you couldn't stand. Yeah, that was the greatest. So I thought it, you know, probably six to 7,000 people. It's a pretty good festival. Yeah, very well.
0: Very well ran. It was cool going indoors and outdoors and back and forth. I'd never done that before.
1: They, and they made it very fluid. You could just go one to the other. Yeah, Back and smooth. forth without having anything in between. If you wanted to go inside when it like midday, when it was eighty degrees, not really hot, but if you wanted to go inside, it felt really good. It did. And you go outside, and there's a lot of shade. And it, was, it was very well thought out.
0: Oh man! So you probably made it to a few shows this summer. Couple. Yeah. What was, the, what was the best best one? I know you're a big fish fan.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen fish yet. I get to see fish in a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Well, in the middle of October. Um, Best show this year. You mentioned,
0: oh, you you were expecting to have one of the best shows in Colorado. Uh Billy
1: Strings, Strings in Colorado. But that turned into a hard experience. That t- <laughs> well, there's two nights. One of them was really not. One, one of them rained for three days in Colorado, which doesn't happen apparently. Um, it was just a soggy, wet, muddy mess. Uh, music was great, but it's 40 degrees in the mountains and pouring down oh, rain boy. and the wind whipping around that's at tough. Red Rocks. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Stuck it out, um, though. Stuck it out. We stuck it out till about <laughs> set break, and my wife was just like,
0: I'm ready to go. I'm like, oh, I love you. Thank you for coming with me. It's time to go. Yeah, that's
1: asking a lot. I bought the stream, and we watched it from the comfort of our Airbnb. It was nice. Um yeah. It's hard. I I go into each concert just kind of open-minded. I don't really rank them on a basis of like what my favorite one was, but I think this year I've seen Billy Strings more than most time more than most people. Railbird Festival in Lexington was fun. Uh Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers. Mm. Um also Killer Killer Festival that was well set up. Three stages. Third stage was phenomenal. Had a bunch of smaller bands from Lexington and around the Midwest that I caught on to and <clears throat> hopefully be coming through here sometime soon. That'd be um, dope. You take a lot of inspiration from those things, don't yeah. you? For what you do. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just part of what I do for a living, so I kind <laughs> it's kind of market research, I guess, or not really market, but uh Yeah, staying I don't know what relevant, seeing what's yeah. going on. And um I would say Man, you put me on the spot with that one. With which which question I ask? I forgot. The the best concert this year. Mm. Um, Yeah, I would. I mean, Billy Strings is top notch for me. It's bluegrass. It's rock and roll. It's psychedelic. It's it's dancey. It's fun. The people are rad. It hits Um, a mark with a lot of people. Yeah, and it's something that. i really like yonder mountain string band i really like that vibe and when jeff passed it just kind of went to the wayside and billy kind of picked up where they left off a little bit uh for myself and it was amazing um goose goose is another one of those bands that i've seen quite a few times and they're from connecticut and they're very fish based more more um Rock and roll, more progressive rock, jammy stuff. So Goose? Goose. That's a new one to me. I'm about to check it out. Yeah, check out Goose. They're fun. Um, little five-piece light guys from, from Indianapolis. He did Bruise on Buckeye three years ago. Uh, oh, I should remember that one. Yeah, it's the one where it <laughs> rained and we had the tent set oh, up. yeah. And yeah. he ran all the lights and headphones and, okay. and earpieces and stuff. That was um, a good year. Yeah, it was, it was a fun year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was um, but everybody yeah. still came? Yeah, a tent no one party. Cared. No one cared. <laughs> it was like it's raining. We're gonna throw a party whether you like it or not. <laughs> we said rain or shine, but people were like, "That means everybody must go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, rain's not gonna hurt you. If anything, it's gonna make you have a better time. I agree. In that in that instance, I don't want anybody hurt. But like, yeah, maybe not in, you're- in Red Rock. Yeah, you're in the middle of a of a brick road getting rained on while drinking beer for four hours. Yeah, so it was, You'll be fine. It was like 75. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even cold. Nope, not at all.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. We just started shooting the shit. There's like a platform to this podcast, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm not good at this yet. I just like talking to people. Yeah. Especially people like you, because you do all kind of interesting things and we see each other a lot and we talk yep. quite often, but we're always talking about something, trying to accomplish something. We're, we're talking about work and then, yeah. we get, <laughs> then we
1: get caught on tangents and then we forget about work for a while and then we have to talk about work again and then we get talk, caught on the tangent and then at the end of it, we're like, wait a minute.
0: Yeah. If we hang out long <laughs> enough without some kind of purpose, we're going to end up like taking on some kind of Weird, project. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's true. Oh, man. But I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you, the platform is sort of talking to entrepreneurs and people with an entrepreneurial spirit and kind of um, getting out of you what that's like and how you do it, because it's not normal. I no. don't know. We always forget that. Like no, pe- We think people do what we do, but most people don't. And no. they like hearing about what our life's like. Maybe they're thinking about getting into their own side yeah. gig or thing or... Just curious, but um, I have a feeling your your methods and perspective are pretty unique. So far, they're all unique. But so, how do you? Yeah, that's
1: what makes an entrepreneur an entrepreneur. Because they all they all follow their own spirit. I feel like in that in that essence of this is what I want to do. This is what I want to live doing, and they go do it with their own their own self. I guess. Yeah. Well, what's that? What's that look like for you, man? what's What's your day like? What's my day like? You don't it get just up and It just depends what day it is, honestly, and that's it's kind of nice that way. you know, I have things that I plan to do, and there's things that I need to do, and there's things that I don't have to yeah <laughs> you know uh day to day it just depends you know my Mondays and Tuesdays are pretty set in stone uh the rest of the week i can I can kind of just spread my stuff out as I need to <clears throat> before the weekend. Yeah, and all your
0: stuff is stuff that you decide to do. Yep. Which is way different than a person working for someone.
1: Yeah. They get instructions. Yep. Or expectations, at least. Yep. So that's that's what you gave me, though, when you hired me at social for a fucking long, long time. Man, a long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You gave me expectations after um, quite a few managers that could not do that. Um, being the owner g GM that you were, you gave me that opportunity to grow and gave me a set amount of room to grow what I do. So um, it, with that helped me grow what we do on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, dude, that's why we're partners now because no. you just
1: ran with that shit in the right direction you, you were born for it fucking shit sucking man <laughs> you know yeah and that's well, yeah. It. That has no dog on nobody no you know none of that stuff yeah it's when just you came to work things, for me dude it was um i never intended to be this far at all i you know i was bartending and you guys kind of like hey you should just come work for us we're way cooler than slinging burritos and frozen margaritas and i was just like I don't know, I make pretty good money over here. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, give it a shot, you know, whatever. And then it just grew into I was bartending, and then I helped build the new place, the 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 big monster. Um, and then slowly but surely, no one could really do what you guys wanted them to do, and I thought I had a good grasp on, on it and um, kind of just dove in. And I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs do. They just dive in, and whether that's going to suffice them in the end or, you know, it's not going to work out. You have to do it at some point, point. and um, I think my point with you guys was just like, hey, I can't really bartend and do all these things at one time, and you guys were just like, figure it out. It was like, yeah. yeah, Well, I I I am. (laughs) I'm I'm sorting it out. You know. Yeah, you did great. I remember that That was a long
0: time ago. But most people don't make that transition. No, most people don't have that switch. No. And for you, got a pretty good process. Yeah. But you you with sink or swim, it always is, and you were a good good swimmer. And kept going too, um, until you know you brought the coterie. I think I brought the original "Let's do a bar" idea, and then you brought the like the idea of what the coterie became.
1: To me, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome." Yeah, and I mean, even now, in nine years, almost ten years later, the bar has grown and changed, and just like you and I have grown and changed. Oh yeah, we've had to grow and adapt that bar to what it is now, and I, honestly, I think it's the best. The best version of itself right now. It's so cool right But now. the thing is, like, we can't be stuck on that because we are providing a service for people. And if those people want something to change, as a mass majority, you have to be able to change your business plan. And I think that's what's really afforded us success so far is being able to change everything that we do at a drop of a dime and really dive into it
0: yeah that's very apparent <clears throat> it's a very apparent great skill you have that yeah. that i appreciate um because you have to be like dead set on making something work yeah consistency until a point
1: and then you have to be like okay it's time for this to change yep. i have to change my mind have to yeah. change my beliefs yep and that's you know there's a lot of things that you know when we first open that we don't do anymore and there's yeah. things that we do now that i said i would never do you know and that's just one of those things that's it happens, and am, am I the only one that's, that sees that? Yeah, I'm the only one that knows, hey, I'm never going to sell domestic beer in this bar because I don't want to be that that bar. Well, you know, you get so busy that you just get tired of telling people, no, just take their money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. No, we don't carry domestics because we like to support local breweries, and it's yeah. just like there's 300 people in your bar. Um, here's your $5 beer. Thank you. you know? Yeah. And that's just one of those things that, you know, I I didn't really want to be a burger bar. I wanna I wanna do I wanted to do nicer food, but at the time, like we had a kitchen with a thirty inch griddle. Yeah, and we made do, and we said, I mean, we're selling burgers like mad right now, and it just so happens that we're really good at making burgers. So we doubled down and just built a whole place based around local beef and beer and music, and it works really well. It does, and that's so smart, like.
0: It's one thing to try to make some cool stuff happen. It's another thing to to figure out, realize what you're really
1: good at yep. and just capitalize on it. Yeah. Or just what's missing, you know? And that's yeah. taking a look at your surroundings and realizing what people want or need or looking at other cities kind of like yours and taking your own adaptation of that and putting it there. So people always ask me, they're like, well, where did it come from? And I'm like, just I don't know. I, I really don't. Like Dustin said, there's this space downtown that we need to look at. And so we went and looked at oh, it. Oh, the business originally? Yeah. And we just kind of looked at it, and it just kind of yeah. developed. And people always ask me, well, where would the name come from? And I'm always just like, it was a text thread yep. of random words <laughs> and names. <laughs> yeah. and, and it was the one that stuck. And uh, the it j- just happenstance that downtown Kokomo is thriving. It's, it's getting bigger, it's getting better every year. And we just so happen to be at that kind of forefront right there at the beginning of it. And it's kind of cool to see downtown change and being a part of that big, that big movement towards more localized stuff. Yeah. I think, I think the
0: Coterie accelerated that quite a bit. That's my personal belief. You got to have really cool art and culture happening for, for an area to take off. Yeah and the downtown everybody was working on making downtown awesome yeah but somebody had to bring the art and culture yeah and i feel like the coterie nailed it yeah
1: and you know i have the sycamore marketplace to thank for um kind of being the the, there before it was cool yeah that was great the sycamore market they had that brewery in the basement they had live music they had decent you know they had i don't ever remember eating there but i I also got really drunk there and a lot. Like a, so. Yeah, in
0: an outdoor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, it was but, perfect. If that were around now, they'd be banging. Yeah, and, and that's uh, and I take a look at that and I take a look at what we're doing and it's just like they were before their time, mm-hmm. and I think that was that was that was a lot of the inspiration for doing what we did downtown, um, and then just taking what I've visited, you know, from being in different cities all over the United States and just taking what I liked about certain places and putting it in one place. So, it's been pretty wild, really. It's almost 10 years, man. It's yeah. almost 10 years. Is it really? Yeah. Man. Next year will be our 10th year of Bruce on Buckeye.
0: When's, when's the first time we threw a party together, publicly? 16 years?
1: I have zero idea.
0: Yeah, at least... At least where my memory cuts off,
1: <laughs> which is long enough. Yeah, I mean it was the old. We didn't really. I didn't really do much at the old social. I just bartended and stayed after work and drank until the sun came up.
0: You just described every job position there was <coughs> in that building. <laughs> there were no other jobs. There were no other jobs. I was a twenty-something bar owner. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. No, it would have to be. Because I really didn't do anything at the old social. And then the big monster social on Little Fountain, We went through quite a few, a couple managers to get to where... That was a sobering experience. uh, For you, I was bartending just fucking along for the ride at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Sleeping on the upstairs cabanas in between fucking lunch and dinner, trying not to die. Yeah. it would have to be if I guessed it'd been ten, it'd have been five before that, five or six before that. Yeah, Fifteen, sixteen years ago probably. Still throwing the best parties. Still throwing the best parties. And I you know, I can thank my fucking eighteen to twenty year old self for learning that. Yeah. Yeah, the parties <laughs> have grown up a little bit. Yeah. Just a tiny bit. No more hunch punch out of out of coolers and Yeah. You know. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It is kind of a wild ride, though, to think about um, going from slinging wet burritos and frozen margaritas to running a small little nightclub, 199 people. I yep. think it was 99 people 500 max. outside. Yeah, uh, 500 <laughs> people outside, 99 <laughs> inside. And then going to La Fountain to, I don't even know the capacity of La Fountain. 18,000
0: square feet, 5,000 yeah.
1: And then going from that uh, sports bar, nightclub, champagne room, um, didn't really do any outside events. We did a heart. We did some Harley events. Dude, our building was so big. Yeah, we didn't have to do outside stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, what I remember most about that time was we were able to help so many people do some cool stuff. Um, ben Berker and Katrina's son, I when he was that. born, had some issues. Uh, that was medical a beer pong event, right? We had a beer pong party, and that was, I think that was really my, I think that was really my first time that I can think of. You know, my brain escapes me, but that that one was probably the first one that I felt like we could make a change in how people perceive bars, yeah. as per se, or how they saw our bar, I guess, yeah, because we raised quite a lot of money for them to <clears throat> take care of their. Um, child and that was really neat so going from that going from that and then just growing up what do they call that gnashing your teeth or you know whatever cutting your teeth there and then taking that and just dumbing it not really dumbing it down but creating a new new bar from the ground up after that has been really humbling and really um made me where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah, that's a good place to be, man. And we did. I remember when you said that. I started remembering all the stuff we did. We we all became like philanthropists all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Oh yeah, it was really cool. I mean, we were like when the Red Cross when the tornado thing hit the city. Yep. We brought the Red Cross so much shit.
1: Yeah. Well, and it wasn't just us either. I mean, it was our people. It was our family yeah. that we created in the bar that were dropping off towels and dropping off water and dropping off. And we had like two big trucks full of stuff that we dropped off for all the workers that was cool and that's you know just like just like yesterday we did we opened up early for the strike for the uaw strike and i mean did we have no we didn't have to do that we didn't have to donate 10 percent of our stuff to their strike fund but those are the people that are coming in to support us and we have to support them too
0: yeah our our customers always come through yeah I remember yeah. one really cool, and two... And see if you remember this. Remember when the Haiti earthquake hit? Mm-hmm. And one of our employees, Bruce... Yeah. One of our... Well, it was with my partner, his dad that worked for us. He was in Haiti yeah. doing aid, and he got shot later on. But anyway, he came back, and he pitched us this idea, and the social built a concrete house in Haiti yeah. for families. that yeah. still stands to this day. That's wild. That's wild to think that... Selling some beers, <laughs> yeah. can build a
1: house. In Haiti somewhere. An earthquake-proof house. And, and, some, yeah. and someone's living in it, and they, they're appreciative of it, and they have no idea that this nightclub in the middle of California yeah. built <laughs> yeah, this house. Right. So we should have put, a hey, this stone has to go on last. This just built, built on booze and bad, bad decisions. <laughs> yes.
0: We should have sent them a big, one of our big pictures with, like, the whole... <laughs> Like, oh my Look God. at these
1: guys. <laughs> we don't want to live in this house. We didn't build it. They built it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bruce built it, I think. Or with people. I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, you know, Bruce. Oh, Bruce. Oh, Bruce. Oh, man. So what other entrepreneurial stuff have you been into? I know you do, like, um, some
1: shirts and some yeah. art. Yeah. Uh, I really haven't done art lately. Um I just get in funks, kind of where, like I, I I don't feel like I need to do art. I guess I feel like I'm surrounded by artwork all the time. Um, but yeah, on um, t-shirts, I've been doing Indiana's fuck shirts for fuck, seven, eight years now. Yeah, maybe maybe longer than that. You know, it's popular um, too. Yeah, and it's just hand to hand. I mean, I've never created a website. I've never. Never tried to push it that way, but I think the last number we hit was like four thousand shirts we've sold. That's three, great. To, I think it was three to four thousand, and they've all um, they've all been sourced locally here from uh, Mister Prince, so he's printed every last one of them. So if if someone happens to see someone, they email me, I'll mail them out. But mostly just hand to hand at festivals, concerts, um, here locally at events, stuff like that has really been cool. That's cool. Your focus on
0: locals always been cool to me. It's like the first thing that comes to your mind. I'm like, hey, man, can we do this? And you're like, yeah, but I wonder if we could do it local.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know. I I I want to support those people, those people that are in our community, because they're going to turn around, they're going to spend their money with us, and they're going to spend their money with, with the other businesses that we're supporting. And that's important to me, um, because who knows what's going to happen 10 years down the road. You're going to need... we might need support from them and we might need support from all these people that we've always supported our whole life so at the end of the day man it's those people that um that are living next to us and living down the road that we need to support more than the ones that are in new york city and high rises that have no idea what we're doing 100 percent, or overseas yeah yep yep yeah, death death by big box yeah stores, that's man. you know that's I'm very fortunate that we ran into speaking of coterie and using local uh, Bobby McCain from Irvine uh, Township meets oh yeah he, that's been great he, so he messaged me multiple times on Facebook hey I got me. Hey, I got beef. Hey, I got beef. Hey, man, just try my beef. Dropped off some beef. Hey, I got some beef. And then, like, (laughs) literally for I I don't know how long, and he just bugged me and bugged me and bugged me and bugged me. And I was just like, you know what? We're good for right now. And and then it just so happened that, you know, one day we couldn't get our normal beef that we were getting. And uh, I said, hey, if you drop it off, that'd be great. And he's never stopped dropping it off since. So That's a good story, uh, man. That's sticking to it. A hundred and... 160 180 pounds of beef every week that man drives to the bar every week drops it off for us fresh every week so that's great yeah that's not any kind of service that any big box can can give us for the price and just the overall camaraderie and friendship that bobby and his whole family have had yeah family owned yeah family owned family operated
0: and they have a new one on the way
1: already here Already here. Already
0: here. That, <laughs> yeah, already the here. The first time I had a chance to talk to him was at Bruise on Buckeye, and he it's told me all my me, fault apparently. Yeah, he told me that story about how somehow you put a spell on him to get his wife pregnant. I don't know <laughs> well, what's
1: that about. Large Marge, that's what he calls her. Oh my large God. Marge. Uh, she's not large, and her name is Marjorie. So whatever. Uh, I called him, and I said it was like a rainy Saturday. The farmer's market had canceled, and I called him. And I said, hey, if you want to set up in the front of the coterie, just set up in the front of the coterie, bring your coolers, and we'll have a decent little crowd. Oh, uh, to can, sell this beef? You can sell your beef oh, and sausages cool. and everything to our guests, and they can carry it out, blah, blah, blah. Dope. So he comes in for <laughs> brunch, lunch that day, and has quite a few cocktails and apparently that's that's the day <laughs> oh. i put the juju on him to go home and make a make a I fifth see. fourth baby uh so yeah that, that was my that was my doing so did it end up naming it kyle i hope not <laughs> i don't think so i think you would have told me that but no i don't think so oh my gosh he's a great well, dude hopefully good. it's Minnie marge
0: mini marge, <laughs> mini marge. Oh my gosh. he's a good old boy
1: yeah, oh, yeah. And they're they're just great great people. Yeah. And yeah, this the whole local thing to me is just important on that aspect because I I, I don't know, they're people. You know, you're not dealing with a website. Yeah. You're dealing with people and people can help other people.
0: So, that's it. And it makes for a cool brand. Like when you walk in the coterie and there's so many awesome alcohols and beers and yeah. stuff and you just don't see them all. At the big box grocery mm-hmm. stores, you don't see most of them. Yeah,
1: and that and it kind of sucks at the same time because a lot of people are just hey, where can I get this beer? And it's just like, here <laughs> <laughs> at the brewery, you know, up, yeah. up in Michigan City at Burnhamer. Um, you have to go somewhere else to get it. Right. Um, exclusivity type of thing for that that beer type of industry. But as far as like meat, like the meat the bread and stuff like that, we try to we try to be pretty transparent where you can pick it up
0: yeah and it's good stuff too, like it's not just a novel thing getting local stuff, yeah Quality's um, actually always better a lot of people used to think maybe that smaller made smaller companies didn't make as good stuff. It's actually the opposite, yeah like this at least with beer and probably For farming, sure. the smaller it is the the better it is, more reliably yeah. it's like all oh, the care in the world and quality is what they have,
1: yep, yep, and that's um. Quality Over quantity most of the time, you know. Yeah. Um, and working locally, like I can ask Bobby and say, hey, we're doing pork burgers this week. What kind of pork burgers do you have? And he can give us, you know, jalapeno cheddar. He can give us mango habanero. He can give us, you know, whatever he has. And there's multiple options. And if we want to do something custom with him just for us, then he's more than willing to work with us. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I tried doing that with the giant
0: processing distributor. You're laugh at me! <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, you guys are a burger bar and Coke mo. Yay! Yeah. Cool, <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, what's next
0: for you, man? Any uh, entrepreneurial crazy ideas on the horizon, or sticking to growth with what you're already um, doing?
1: Just you no know, midget strip
0: club, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's a, that people are going to believe that <laughs> even if even if we both say right now you were kidding it doesn't matter somebody's already stopped the video <laughs> it is called tiny dancers <laughs> <laughs> no
1: uh, wait um, are the
0: people midgets or is the club really small
1: uh first off they're little people uh second off well you said midget <laughs> Don't don't put your shit words in my mouth. (laughs) Uh, No, you know I don't. I don't have any idea. You know, there's a lot of things I want to do. There's a lot of things that I don't need to do. Um, and right now I think the best, my best bet is to still just keep doing what I'm doing, and that is just to keep the coterie just ahead of everything. I want to be more active with trying to push the city to be more um open to things, I guess. I don't know what word I'm looking for there. You just want more participation. You want more Yeah, I want I want I want the city more to partnerships. be bigger. You know, I want the city to do better. I want the concerts at the park to be better. I want the festivals to be bigger. I want I want more reasons for more people to come to Kokomo. I'm not looking I don't want people to move from here. I want people to move here. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, it's kind of funny because I joke with people. Um, I'm like, hey. They're like, this is a really nice city. I'm like, you didn't sh- You don't tell a lot of people. You know, like <laughs> we don't want everybody moving here, but it's nice. It's super yeah. nice that we're not a big city. Um, Yeah, our problems are manageable. When yeah. We, when we get them, it seems like we could...
0: We could straighten them out in a reasonable amount of time. Yep. Like and when shit goes wrong in Chicago, it's such ch- a thing. Yeah, it, it, it'll so take, big.
1: It's, I mean, they're still trying to figure out an issue that's been there for ten years. Yeah. So um, that's, I mean, that's it, really. I, mean, I love that. I love, I love what I do downtown. I love the, I love the people I work with, and I love what we're doing as a whole. Um, and I don't think that I could split my time any better anywhere else. If that makes sense, especially you know, kids oh, for sure. kids getting older, wife now wife, you know, yeah, he um, just got married. Yeah, she her salon just opened up less than a year ago. Uh, kids are in school; they're growing up, uh, spending time with them, and then making sure the bar's all good. I just, I. Just, splitting that much time and energy on something else right now just isn't in the works I guess oh that's plenty I'm always thinking about it you and I both know that we're always I know. We're always trying to talk out. each other into shit too <laughs> and then we talk ourselves out of it yeah. real fast
0: the next time I see him, I'm like dude why did you I almost thought I was gonna do that <laughs>
1: that sounds like a great idea then we talk about it for 30 minutes and we both be like that sounds like that sounds like work a lot of work (laughs) yeah no (laughs) what do i sacrifice to do
0: that no thanks
1: yeah i don't you know i don't know there's a that's good that you're in a
0: a great spot in your career where you've created your own career and you've finally gotten all of the pieces in place that you like all of them yeah that's a great spot to be and to be doing it at your age is awesome not 40 yet Not 40 yet.
1: Yeah. That's good. February. It will happen. (laughs)
0: It will happen. (laughs) It happened Uh, to me once.
1: (laughs) That's it. The two, right? Just (laughs) once. (laughs) Uh, Snuck up on me. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that has, that itself has helped me personally just kind of designate my time and my space for things that I want to do. So that's that's important you know and as an entrepreneur i think sometimes i get wrapped up in so much stuff at the bar i gotta have events i have designs i got have menus i got food i've got drinks i've got people i've got you know i've got all this stuff to worry about and um, trying to add something else on top of that would be a lot you know you take
0: away from it
1: it would take away from yeah. it and right now i just i feel like it's very it's 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 going and it's chugging and it's it's, yeah you're leading the race it's rocking and rolling and i like i've not seen anybody ever just jump jump back you know just stay there just stay at the front yeah you got to keep that foot on the pedal right all gas no brakes baby
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man so i have a really important question yep are aliens real
1: absolutely 100 percent 100 percent yeah and how 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 you describe an alien i guess is what is up for discussion Mm. um and do i think there are other living beings in this whole universe absolutely is that an alien yeah right sure yeah uh that's what an alien would be to me do i think we have little green (laughs) martians and stuff I don't know. Maybe they are green. Maybe they're purple. Maybe they're gray. Maybe Maybe they're living among us and maybe they have... So you enough. don't believe in like a specific no. alien? Uh-uh. You
0: just believe that there's life outside Absolutely. of our atmosphere. It yeah. started outside of
1: our planet. There's no way that in this whole realm of being a human being... That we, on planet Earth, are the only living, breathing creatures. I totally
0: agree with that. Um, it go, from, where, from there is where I start to question things. Yeah, and, and it's like, very questionable Have they visited here? That? Are yeah. they at all like us? Would they even be remotely similar to us where we Maybe, recognize may- it?
1: Uh, who knows? Yeah. What about the Mexican aliens they just found?
0: Yeah, do you think that there are aliens here on our planet that came from another planet?
1: Yes. Yeah? Yes. Now... Where I have zero idea, because if I knew, I probably wouldn't tell you guys. I probably wouldn't be sitting here and be with the aliens, smoking weed on the beach somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I don't like. I I, I, think I do aliens... think I do think they've visited. I I do think they've been here, because there's a lot of stuff that we and it and when when I say here, I mean on Earth. Yeah. At this point, no, probably not. But you look, do you look at the pyramids?
0: So you think they're not? There's no aliens living here right now among us. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. not but, sure. But like it. you
1: look at the old, like the pyramids and how all these pyramids were built back in the day. There's no way humans were doing that. And that's, it's to me, definitely not primitive humans. No, like, so,
0: that story is definitely wrong. Yeah. But
1: and that's, I mean that for me, that's just a huge, like, how did that happen? How did, how did that get made here yeah. before any of this technology, before any of this ever happened? And I'm right. I, I I'm like I'm like you I I will question until I either question like super question it or like believe it.
0: Yeah, I think what's it going to take though? I'm afraid that it's I'm such a suspicious, there, the, pessimistic human. I'm afraid I'm going to have to touch one for myself before I believe it.
1: Today at noon, the NASA people were going to have them have a little conversation, really about UAPs or UABs or whatever they're calling UFOs now. Yeah so they were they were going to have a, a press conference about something, huh. so I'm interested to see what that was about. Oh yeah, I want to hear about it
0: but I don't like so there, sometimes I get lost in this uh conversations about unidentified things, yeah, because unidentified just means you can't you just don't identify know what it, is. it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean it's anything in particular yep. Yep. So,
1: yeah, an alien yeah, I want to a-
0: see one run across my floor.
1: Yeah, I want to see an alien walk, or or I want to see a living, breathing thing before I can say with 100% I know aliens exist. But there's no way that they don't.
0: Statistically, in the universe, there's there's definitely life of some kind.
1: Yeah, do you think there's other humans in the whole universe? Because that's even weirder.
0: Well, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, the infinite theories would say there has to be. Yeah. And then dimensions, too. Yeah.
1: And black holes. What happens when you go in a black hole? And you just go to another right. alternate universe? Because then you're just talking... Now you're just getting way out there.
0: Yeah. None of this makes sense without psychedelics. And,
1: and none of it matters. Really. The, <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, like, I'm yeah. going to go to bed tonight and be like, fucking aliens, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Isn't it weird, though? It's a
1: conversation.
0: It's like a congressional conversation. It's yeah. a governmental conversation. It's a full public conversation like why in the hell are we all talking about aliens
1: because because the government wants us to talk about aliens seems yeah. like it right is i mean and in the whole conspiracy theorist type of wing of things it's like what are you hiding you know what are they hiding from us what are they trying to not mm. have us focus on Here's distraction take some aliens yeah you know here's your proof of aliens now quit worrying about all the money that we take from you guys, yeah, well, and spend it irresponsibly,
0: or, or stop looking at our new technology we're testing. Mm-hmm. I yep. believe that 100. percent. Here's an idea, though. What if we were the first people to get an alien to come to our bar? That'd be great. That's That's, <laughs> that's the plan. We should per- put out an in search of A little job application posting for the universe.
1: Well, we gotta figure out what attracts them first.
0: Yeah, and what are they right want?
1: now it's always fucking the hillbillies in Nebraska or something <laughs> <Yeah>. weird.
0: <laughs> Why is that true? It is, man. It is. Like, Why? You see all these
1: weird things, and it's like. In the hills of Nebraska, and you're like, what? If aliens are going to come to America <laughs> and they're going to go to Nebraska, yeah. like, come on, man. we don't even
0: go to Nebraska. No, no one goes to Nebraska. <laughs> Maybe just when they take people from cities, nobody
1: notices. <laughs> and, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think oh, partying gosh. with alien would be neat. They'd yeah, getting stoned and talking about the universe with aliens. <laughs> like, man, What's this one time. <laughs> Have to download, like, his his Google translator. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe they don't even speak. Maybe they just, like, throw up their finger and it's just a picture. I don't know. It's a weird, like, I would like to see what everybody, have you ever seen those where they, like, make people draw what they think things look like? So, like, everybody has this idea of what an alien looks like, and I have zero expectation of what an alien looks like. Really? Because, yeah, because I've seen pictures of all these different aliens.
0: I don't believe in that nonsense. I believe in aliens, but I don't believe in that nonsense.
1: Like what? Like what they look like? Yeah,
0: that they, they always look like us, but a little different. Yeah, no. like, I don't, like no. We look like we do for like a billion years of very specific evolution.
1: Yeah. And we're still evolving. Like the way we look is still yeah. evolving to Yeah, to our environment to
0: specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Like so unless their environment was identical to ours, they wouldn't look anything like us. I mean, even other mammals don't look anything like us. And they grew up here too. Yeah.
1: So what if like men in blacks the like the real aliens? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's people that are just aliens and fucking human skins and they break out and they're a big slug, you know. know. Yeah.
0: That seems actually it seems to me like it would be even more extreme. Yeah. Like and time matters too, because D- different planets are different sizes, and they have different cycles of, around their sun, so they would evolve to understand time in their own way. Yep. So, like, you know, like a tree, for example, time moves much slower than a human. What if an alien looks like a cloud and just floats into our atmosphere, but it lives in, like, an extremely extended time frame? Yeah. Even if it was an intelligent cloud, it would, like, maybe a thousand years on Earth would be a second or the other
1: way around, thousand seconds would be a speaking of clouds. A have year. You, have you seen that video of the the guy? He's like, how would you describe to people that you live on Earth, and how would you describe clouds? Like just these big poofy things just fly overhead every day. And some to time, an alien, and, and to just just someone mm. else that doesn't know what a cloud is, mm. and you've got this cloud and it just hovers in the air all day, and they look different, and there's different colors, and then sometimes they just they bring rain, and sometimes they bring electricity, and sometimes they bring big thunder, and like sometimes they just block the whole sun. It, it sounds terrifying when you start to describe it. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. And it's just yeah. like we look at them every day, and we're like, oh, those are cool. Those yeah. are just, they're just a normal part of our day. No
0: wonder that ancient Greeks designed
1: all of their... God
0: God believes around Zeus and the thunder yeah. and lightning. Lightning
1: and, and thunder Because, and, that I mean at that time like that's wild to them. Yeah. I don't know. It's everyday thing for us now. Yeah, it we is check crazy. the weather and people can tell us the weather half the time. So That's true.
0: But you could actually be killed by a cloud today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you get struck by lightning and yeah. die today. And guess what? washed you away or... You can't arrest that cloud. <laughs> arrest that storm.
0: Yeah, it should still be terrifying to us. We can't stop it. No, we can't do anything about it. We just circled back to um, the desert hurricane. Yeah, hell yeah, we did. Burning Man. Yeah. It's a, it's a great example. Yeah. 65,000 people checked the weather and still almost got killed by a cloud. Still
1: almost got killed by the cloud. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the pictures... It, looks, it looked un, un, unhealthy at best. I was curious
0: about the night. like, Oh, yeah. Because like, what surprised me about the desert was how fast it could get cold. Because mm-hmm. we live in the Midwest, and I grew up with humidity. Yeah. So the temps here change drastically, but not 20, in— a, like 10, 20 degrees. And not in a couple hours. Yeah, I
1: mean, it'd go from 90 to 40 there very fast.
0: Yeah, as soon as the sun's gone. What's it like after it rains a couple inches in a desert? It's all wet. And... That's 40 degrees.
1: Yeah. I bet that was terrible. Miserable. And everybody's just got drugs. And <laughs> everybody's got drugs in Winnebago. It's like, okay. They
0: must have banded together, though, because you didn't hear about like 10,000 people dying. Mm-mm. They're
1: survivors, apparently. I mean, you're going to go out and stay in a desert for a week. You better be prepared yeah. to stay a couple extra days, you know? Yeah. You start yeah. rationing, and you're like, all right, you're a little fat over there. I'm going to feed you first. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I think it would be neat. I always go. wanted to go to Burning Man. Yeah, this year just kind of didn't do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like I like outside. I like the elements, but that is a little extreme, I think.
0: Yeah. Do you think it was rain or shine?
1: Apps 100% rain or shine. Yeah?
0: Yeah. I don't know. If I was the event...
1: They did the burn. They burnt the man. Yeah. That Wednesday? Just, that Wednesday they just Wednesday. never had to put... If <clears> What <throat> if it rains before on a desert party? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the thing that I think about is... Because there's supposed to be nothing's left behind. Like, zero trace. Yeah. And this year was, like, the worst for that. Because cars trying to get out, making ruts, and people leaving, and just leaving their stuff there. And there has to cars, be vehicles still there, yeah. And whole cars and stuff just left in the desert. So it's kind of wild to see if, if it'll happen again next year.
0: Hmm. Well, that desert will never be the same either way. It no. wouldn't have been even if there were no people there. A right. hurricane in a desert is something that changes things. Mm-hmm. But because there were so many people there, I yeah, it's really changed. Yep, yep. That's interesting. Man, so aliens are real. And the coterie will be the first bar to have one. Confirmed.
1: Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> Rain or shine. What do you think an alien would drink? Beer? Or liquor?
0: I don't know. You know when you like give a younger person a liquor liquor for the first time? <laughs> Yeah, it would be worse than that, probably. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> what, ki- what if you killed him? <laughs> you might. I think you would. actually. I mean, I- it's like giving a dog chocolate. That's another great argument for why aliens don't visit here. I mean, they just can't live. You couldn't. I mean, just the bacteria here would. It kills us if we get sick for more than a couple yeah. weeks. And we're made for it. Maybe I have super antibiotics. It's- would you eat an alien? I guess, <laughs> definitely. Just try it? Um, yeah, well, you cook it long enough, right? <laughs> I mean, 148 in the middle, maybe. Yeah, maybe I mean, they have maybe, a whole different
1: maybe microbiology. Like maybe alien sushi is legit. I don't think I'd risk that. I won't even uh, risk like <laughs> cheap sushi. <laughs> you don't you don't do Kroger sushi? They don't have a sign out front that says 6.99. I do eat Kroger sushi. My kids love it, yeah. and I just can't do it. Really? I just can't eat it. They're
0: good at it. They date it, to, and they time it, so you know how many hours old it is. Oh, nice. I do not know that. Yeah. So if you pick up one that was from yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, today. <laughs> today, please. Today.
0: No, I think they throw it away, away every day. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what they would drink or eat. It's crazy to think about. They definitely have to have a suit if they came here. They'd have to be very advanced in technology. A human suit. A suit, <laughs> yes. It keeps out all of our... Maybe
1: that's why the cutery is so good. Because we attract all the aliens in fucking human suits. Yep, maybe we're and aliens. They like fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> and old fashions. <laughs> I do love me old fashioned.
0: Are you an alien? I am. I won't tell nobody. <laughs> I feel like one sometimes. So... All right, <laughs> back to who is who is Kokomo Gibson?
1: Who the fuck is Kokomo Gibson?
0: What about your uh, pastimes and, and stuff? You really like to ride bikes, I noticed. Oh,
1: yeah. I've been riding my bicycle, riding my e-bike. It's been fun.
0: You had bike a, a bike club going on for a while.
1: Yeah, during quarantine, we had the little uh, mm. lords of social distancing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun while it lasted. And then everything kind of went back to normal, and everybody went back to work, and you know didn't have that going on anymore, yeah, but uh yeah, that's been fun and then here lately, man, it's just been whatever my kids are into, and wife wants to do, and yeah, kind of boring, kind of a boring adult, and people expect me to be all like fucking well, that's what it's like everywhere else and That's what it's
0: like when you're throwing the party though.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. Now it's just like I enjoy playing Fortnite with my son and I enjoy giving my daughter a hard time because she has nothing like me. Sixteen year old girl in twenty twenty three. We have zero amount in common, you know. Oh I know. Oh you know.
0: Yeah. I actually just thought about that the other day. I know this podcast is about you, but we I never noticed our parallels. Oh, have you ever we noticed have that kids, we have kids it's that are the same
1: age um, but like our younger kids are the same age our older kids are the same age which isn't normal because our no. kids are 10 years apart from each other or whatever. and they both have different moms yeah or well different yeah different yeah. dads moms uh, and, you know.
0: right a split um, split family split family and both of our wives are cosmetologists <laughs> yeah it's wild <laughs> really like if the harder you look I'm like maybe we're the same person <laughs> Or we Can't like split in two. <laughs> Like Fight Club when he finds out he's actually both him and his friend are both it's one that, person. It's that Spider Man <laughs> meme and they're both pointing at each other.
1: Yeah. You, you, me, you, you. Oh god. But yeah, I mean that's my uh we enjoy we enjoy Michigan a lot. We go to Michigan, uh, to go to the lake mm. and and eat and just relax and um making trips out of You know, small little family weekends, three or four days here or there. Um, I enjoy that a lot because involving the family and traveling and seeing different cultures, eating different food, and just experiencing different things on a regular basis um, is something that I wasn't fortunate enough to grow up into. So I think that when I got older, that's really what I wanted to do. And I think my kids really enjoy it. And if they don't enjoy it, they've been lying to me for a while now. (laughs) Yeah, you guys do get around a lot, man. I love to see that. Where do you it's, go up
0: in Michigan? You go no, you don't go Silver Beach. You go. Oh, uh, uh, we've
1: been every we've we've done pretty much the whole Michigan coastline. Uh, okay. There's a couple spots that we haven't been to, but um, just really started down in Michigan City with the Burnham Boys, and then like mm-hmm. um, New Buffalo um, area, and then we just kind of went north all the way up to Traverse City. Um, but we've always found little cool little spots, Sagatuck, Holland. Um, Love Sagatuck. Sagatuck's freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just go up there. The people are very kind and it's just amazing up there. It is. Yeah. I remember when I lived in Detroit, it was, well, it was.
0: And then I took, still a, is
1: pretty neat in Detroit.
0: I took a little road trip out to Sagatuck and I was young. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a different planet for oh, sure. Yeah
1: it's they call it the riviera of the midwest uh, and because they've got the water the the inlet that goes right there and then you watch all the expensive boats and then all the cheap boats and yeah like it's just it's really neat the food's good beer's good weed's good you know all that stuff it's legal and it's legal, legal. i don't have to worry about getting my kids taken away for driving around with a joint in my car <laughs> right it's weird that yeah, is
0: a weird thing about Indiana. Every state around us is decriminalized, right? Right now, yeah. Except for us. Right now. We're just the, We're just asshole the in the middle. In the <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, hey, just, you know, everybody smoke it before you get here. Please. Right. And they're still really
0: proactively prosecuting it. Well, Except, it, except Marion County. Well, I don't know about prosecution, but they're definitely still arresting for it. Except right? Marion County. Really? Ex- yeah. That's,
1: the, that's our capital, Indianapolis, right? Yeah. They've decriminalized it in Indianapolis, so like for personal use, you can. They don't care, but the rest of the state. Yeah, that makes even less sense. Well, it's like legalization in uh, Washington D.C. It's legal. It's completely legal for rec and medical use. And the rest of the United States isn't isn't that our capital? Isn't what's good for the capital good for the rest of the United States? Like it's it's, it's that's it's,
0: really strange considering it's still on the schedule, isn't it? Yeah, it's federally illegal. Yeah,
1: but yeah. the capital mm-hmm. to criminalize mm-hmm. it, you can yeah. walk two blocks away from the White House and buy weed. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> It's kind of wild.
0: It is wild. Well, I guess it didn't surprise me that, like, the administration and law changing would take time. What surprised me is that it's still being so enforced now that it's clearly the tides have changed. Like, clearly people don't think it's destroying the culture. But you'll still see, like... Newspapers print. Yeah, the cop made a major marijuana bust. <laughs> it's
1: one of my favorite I'm things. Like, Who gives it? You see some cop post it up, and there's like, We busted an ounce of weed today. And they're all yeah. smiling. It's like, Congratulations, man. You just ruined a fucking a day. Yeah. <laughs> you just ruined someone's whole day. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, if, if it did here, I think that would be my next entrepreneurial journey was to. Grow sell marijuana somehow legally, so yeah, dispensary or delivery or some sort. Because I don't know, I'm a firm believer that it helps people, and you just have to know what you need. And without it being legal, you have no idea what you need. Because a lot of people are they don't want to get arrested and lose. Their whole life because they're trying to get healthy, or they're trying to deal with something in a way that doesn't take pharmaceuticals or you know big pharma to take care of their stuff.
0: Yeah, and that's something we should. And definitely for me, be. and
1: for me, I just I mean, I started smoking because I wanted to get high, and then sure. later on in life, it's just like you know I enjoy smoking to deal with my anxiety or my or my stress and stuff like that and now it's to the point of like i like a certain strain or i like a certain terpene and and now i can you can you can hey i'm having a bad day my back hurts i take some cbd you yeah. know or uh, hey i'm going to a concert i'm going to eat some edibles because it makes me fun you <laughs> yeah. know it makes yeah. me smile and i can just doze off into fucking space somewhere heightened uh, experience yeah. yeah so i i think people that need that would really be able to use it. And not only that, but the economic changes that happens in every state that legalizes it. It's amazing. Is it, I don't know much about it. It seems positive. What I hear, like loads of revenue and yeah. Yeah. So like, um, Colorado, for example, cause I'm versed on Colorado's taxation. So they take a percentage of their taxes and they donate it to the highway department. So all their roads should be up to date. It should be, keeping up. Um, part of the taxes go to straight to the schools. So all the schools have what they need to pay their teachers properly and all the stuff that they need in schools. Oh, that'd be nice. wouldn't, Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Um, and then there's all this other tax money that goes for, um, substance abuse. So people that are, that are abusing harder drugs, they'll get the help they need outside of, you know, having to go to Florida for a month for rehab or something. Hmm. So there's all kinds of positives. Um and then I know people can argue negatives all the time, but it's hard to find a negative. Um I know the only thing I've heard is like driving drunk, driving buzzed, driving stoned. And it's just like Yeah, driving right. intoxicated is not a good idea. Driving driving sober to me is 80 down the fountain. Driving stoned is going the speed limit. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah there's always a missing link there though like what does it have to do with the legalization of marijuana it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with the legalization of alcohol <clears throat> nothing you, you just nothing. can't
1: you're just not supposed to drink and drive I, it, it, the whole like pros and cons of alcohol and marijuana are just ridiculous to look at and yeah. and side by side and even being the peddler of booze that I am, like it's awful. <laughs> yeah in 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 the uh, in the sense of uh, overindulging, you know, um, it's it's it is it's fucking shitty. Yeah, alcohol can really hurt people quickly. Yep. If it, yeah. If you ill 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 properly. yeah, improperly, unproperly. Yeah, but I
0: think all drugs are that way. That's fair. When I and that's why I think probably the answer seems to be the government getting uninvolved in drugs mm-hmm. because the whole all the scheduled stuff with the war on drugs and all that. Yep, that has not improved anything.
1: Not one thing.
0: The only thing that seems to make any positive effect is decriminalizing and regulating. Yep. I can see that cause people are going to make their own choices anyway. Yep, better to take dealers out of the mix
1: yeah i mean take almost.
0: take um dark dark web money and underground money take all that out of the mix put it all on the table and regulate it the best you can yeah, and, and teach people the, to make good decisions
1: all the dark web stuff is wild. I, wild
0: I don't know all of it
1: i don't either but like just Scared from the, the stories i've heard yeah i've never been on it i don't i have no desire I just feel like as soon as I get There's on my, on there, that's good my, for me. My whole my whole inner <laughs> like my whole life is gonna dissolve into dark web stuff. <laughs> and catch me at home and I have shipments of wild stuff on my front porch. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> There's an alien skin on my front porch, Dustin what do, I do?
0: How about you can't order an alien right now?
1: 100 <laughs> percent especially the ones from Mexico. We should go on the dark web. <laughs> see if we can get a live one <laughs> <laughs> that'll come Where's, to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. $14 an hour That's what we're paying.
0: <laughs> I wonder what their economy's like.
1: Yeah, I wonder what their minimum wage is in fucking Alienville.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully goods. So they're not here to steal everything from us.
1: <laughs> They'd probably just tax us anyways. Yeah. You stupid Americans. <laughs> we're going to park here and you're going to pay us. What do you
0: think we would have that would be valuable to an alien? <laughs> it's impossible to think gold would be like gold would be valuable to money. Cause like no, no, that's just a human invention.
1: Water, have zero, like, water, clouds, maybe F- <laughs> floating water. You know,
0: yeah, I think water is pretty, um, pretty rare in the universe. Generally speaking, that might be. What real.
1: else does the Earth offer that other planets don't offer? People, as of right now,
0: yeah, that people,
1: are... water, oil. I don't know. We haven't really drilled into any other yeah, fossils, freaking um, planets, I don't feel like. We're not up in Mars like drilling for Mars oil, I don't think. Yeah, well, there would have to have been carbon life,
0: I think, to make fossil fuels yeah. oil. So that does make the Earth uniquely valuable because we've had 65 million years or so of shit
1: dying here. Maybe we just maybe we took over the pyramids. They come back for their homes.
0: Oh man, wouldn't it be weird if we were like actually living on the capital of Alienville and we didn't know it?
1: <laughs> It'd be like Independence Day. And just fucking f- yeah, up over the gas tower.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think we could sponsor it? Yes. Like the coterie on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aliens invade Howard County, sponsored by the coterie. <laughs> yes. Oh. Free tickets, but you have to buy a beer.
0: Yeah. That's oh, fun. Pay for your beer today, get it free tomorrow. Free all day tomorrow, because there is no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all done today. Oh, well, man. What if you could share? anything with anybody dumb enough to listen to this whole thing. Yeah. What
1: (laughs) what would you turn it off? at? Aliens and mud. (laughs) What what would you, uh, what would you share? What would I share with anybody that's listening? Uh, just don't ever give up on yourself, man. I mean, that's it. You've got one, you've got one life, man. And that's, I mean, that's pretty cliche, but it's, it's yours and no one else is going to live it for you. No one else is going to do anything for you without you first helping yourself. So that's it, man. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. So <laughs> don't be I a love dick. When you say that. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, that's it. I, I just want people to be happy with themselves and let them live, man. Just let people live. Don't be a dick to other people. You never know what anybody's going through. So here lately man I've just been trying to be positive uh, more uh, more of a positive pillar to people uh, Instagram and Facebook is always just flooded with random negativity of just fresh stuff so I've been trying trying my hardest just to put more positive vibrations and affirmations and all that good stuff out there for people that's good yeah just because I mean I I feel like the and you know this and we've talked about this but the more the everything that you intake is a part of you and everything that you see and everything that you read and everything is has some effect on you in some way sure. whether you know it or not so I think if just taking taking a, a moment out of your time to make sure that people read something positive that has an effect on people as well that's so, great yeah yeah that's it though man that's that's really that's really it yeah. Right on, man. That's good advice. That's a responsibility we all have. It is, and I don't think we all of us harness that energy. It's hard. enough, you yeah. know, and it, it is. It is very hard. And like I said, I've been trying to make a valiant effort at it, and I even I even miss my days where I'm just like, I could have really used someone to say, "Hey, breathe." Yeah, relax your shoulders. Stop take a breath. You are just fine. You you are alive. You are well. You have you have everything you need right here, right now, and you are lucky to be right here, right now. That's so you know, true. And that's and that's one of those things. Where like it can take your day from being the shittiest day possible. Just take a deep breath and remember, hey, you are fucking here. You know, you are just you are right here in this moment. You are breathing. You are lucky to be alive. You you are you are in this moment and no one else can no one else can take that from you. Someone else can take everything from you, but they can't take I mean it's fucking kill you, I guess. Not if you can run. Not <laughs> yeah, not if, not no, if I, I know have what you fucking mean, alien exoskeleton. I know what you on. mean. Yeah, you
0: don't have to, you don't have to let anybody kill your vibe. It's yours. <laughs> fucking shoot me
1: and my alien pops out and <laughs> spits fucking spits burning band mud all over you. Yeah. <laughs> Stops you in your tracks and you're like, "Oh god."
0: Uh, you have to make the thumbnail art for this podcast, and that's it. Oh,
1: just me splitting in half. With yep. the fucking Spitting. <laughs> burning <laughs> mud. Yes. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Well, I look forward to that.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you for having me on. That yeah, thanks the for coming. First time you and I've really sat down and just talked about really nothing. Yeah. I mean, we talked about a lot, but like at the same time, we didn't talk about why the bar did. $200 less last week or something. Yeah, we, we don't have anything new to accomplish. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of
0: nice. It was it was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Hopefully we'll uh, do it again in the future. I'm sure maybe people will have some ideas of what they'd want us to talk about.
1: You know, I, I think I think we should do one of these except have like three or four people and a couple drinks.
0: Let's do it.
1: I think that'd be neat. Yeah. Have you ever seen Rogan and his... Like he gets Rogan and... And uh, uh, Ari and Kreischer oh, and and they all just sit around and they've no. got a bottle of Buffalo Trace and oh, some joints no. and I don't know and it just goes off the deep end. It just goes.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> let's not do it live. <laughs>
1: no, but, no, 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 no. But let's no. do it. No, because that we,
0: video will jump around a bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we have little
1: little people strippers. <laughs> oh God. Uh, let's let's set that up. Good. You got anything you wanna tell the people that might listen to this whole thing? Nope. Thanks for listening.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. All right, buddy. See you later. Say bye.